Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and get started. The first thing we're going to start off with, of course, is introductions. So we are going to start with Mr. and Mrs. Matthews. If you would just introduce yourselves and how long you guys have been together. <laughs> I guess I will. Um, we are Cliff and Zena Matthews. We um, have been together longer than you all have been on this earth. <laughs> That's a real head scratcher, I see. We have been, well, probably, yeah. We um, have been married um, almost. 34 years? No, 30, 32. No, we're at 32. 32. No. We were married in April 87, okay? <laughs> 33 next year. 33. No, it's 34. It is 32. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been together around 40 years. Oh, that's a blessing. Give or take a month. <laughs> give or take a month. That's a blessing. That's a Sam. Uh, I'm, I'm Michael Lark. Uh, I'm Samantha. Um, we've been together for five years, and we just recently got engaged Woo! in May. Congratulations. So we've been married in June. Wait, wait. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, no, 2022. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I just had yeah. to make sure we were loud and proud with it. That's all. <laughs> okay. So, um, we are going to only ask a few questions, but you guys can feel free to elaborate or not as much as you like. Um, Jeremy is my partner in crime here. Yes. Yes. He is usually uh, the one to ask the, the difficult questions. Yeah, I'm going to take over that. Okay. Yeah. Give us okay, the, that works. Just give Go us a second. Uh, we gonna sorry, do the, everybody. I lost my... The Wi-Fi password here. So he can get set up. Did it work that time? Yeah, we got it. Okay. We Yay! Just, we're in here. That's what I'm going to do. Just started over. Yeah, I'm stuck over. We are, we are here. Everybody that was listening. Speaker. Yes. The old man says, "What's what's a partner in crime do?" <laughs> Get me in trouble. <laughs> oh, I haven't got you in trouble in a long time. Yeah, I actually keep, trouble, you, I keep you out of trouble. trouble. <laughs> He's good trouble. I keep so, you out of trouble. He is like my cousin <laughs> slash big brother slash spiritual journey partner. <laughs> all of that good stuff. So he keep me in check. As she do for me. Yeah. Look. Okay. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Right. You wanna start? Yeah, we got disconnected, so we're back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna start with you, Mr. and Mrs. Matthews. Uh, I'm gonna ask the question. Uh, we're gonna give you guys a little bit of time to answer it, and then I would want Sam and Mike to give us their answer, and if we have any conversation in between we'll do so before we jump to the next one so okay question number one 
In your own words, could you explain to me what love is? <laughs> what love is? Explain what love is. Well, I'll put it to you like this. Okay. My dad always told us love is an itch in the heart you can't scratch. I actually had that printed on his headstone because that's something he always said. Could you say and it again did, for me? I didn't understand that until after I had been married about 10 to 15 years. Oh, gosh. That was so beautiful. Could, could, could you say what? it again? What say you, honey? Oof. That touched me. Hey, good. Shoot. <laughs> it's hard to follow up behind that one. <laughs> love is a hey, itch. You know, you know, there's a lot heart. of different definitions of love. What's your definition? Mm hmm. Speak. Speak on it. Man. Speak on it. <laughs> Speak your truth. Go for it. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, my brain ain't working right right now because I just had dialysis. So I'm a little bit slow on the process. Mm -hmm. You know, so but uh but that right there was she just gave a good example, you know, because I've been trying to scratch my heart for the last forty years. I ain't got to it yet. Oh. I'm oh, still yeah. a issue, but I can't get to it. I can't get to it. <laughs> this too much. I can't oh, take man. it. But yeah, but uh, I mean, love is just uh, oh, uh, how can I put this? See, 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 I'm gonna tell y'all something now about me. You ask me a question, and then I may not answer it, but 15 minutes later, I'll come up with an answer. So, right now, I don't have an answer, but I'll have something for you in about five, 10 minutes. We got okay? you. Okay. So work with me on that, okay? I've been doing this all my life, you know. You know, usually when somebody asks me a question, they'd be like, "Today." He'll ask you. He he he'll ask you that question uh, next week. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> so just right. give me a minute. And let me process that, and then I'll let you know. Okay. We got. In you. other words, come back to him. Yeah. <laughs> we got. You. Okay. All right. So Sam and Mike, in your own words, could you explain to me what love is? Um. Well, love is unconditional it's being very supportive um you can show it in many ways um, um, love is not something that is very defined to me like i don't have a definition for it it's just it just shows an emotion and it expressions it's all an experience it's very unconditional it's just whatever you however you take it yeah, to piggyback, piggyback off what she said, uh, but my love is um, someone that's, you know what I'm saying, believing in me uh, more than I believe in myself. And I feel that's what she's been for me for the last five years. And uh, it, it continues to strive me and then uh, motivate others as well. So, yeah, that's my, that's my love. But everything else that she said, I believe it, uh, everybody has their own different definition, but that's my love and that's the support that I need. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all some real tear drunk. I know. Oh, we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, doesn't doesn't really matter who answers this first, but uh, I just want to see if somebody has an answer for me. What makes black love the what what makes it different from the rest? What makes black love different from the rest? Yes. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say, I can say for me. Oh, you 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 can go ahead. I don't want. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, 
So for me, it's the energy, you know, black, you know, black love, you feed off your partner. It's just the energy and the vibes is everything, you know, um, you can't really just say, you know, dang, that's, that's how you show love or not black love, but for my black love, I feel like it's the energy for me because I always give my fiance the energy he needs and I can say black love for me is something that has had a foundation laid from back in slavery days and and beyond. Um, Relationships and marriages and coming together, that's all they had. So I feel like the way our marriage started out, we got married and got on the highway and left town the same night to start our marriage. Being in California from from here and moving to California the same night we got married allowed us to just depend on each other to build a rock solid foundation to just be there and and have a bond created like nothing else. And I think black love has that type of foundation and bond from way back. It's just in us. It's rooted and grounded in us. It's a spiritual love, a spiritual bond. Yeah, I think so. I think it's spiritual. And you know, uh, now some people love you because of, and then some people love you in spite of. Which is the right kind of love. Oh, say that again. Say that again. I hope y'all listening to this. This, woo. (laughs) This the heat. This the heat. This the heat. Love somebody in spite of their faults, their flaws, and all of that. That's why sometimes you may look at somebody and be like, oh, how they get them? Or how she get him? Or how he get her? It's not about what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside. And that inner inner glow comes out and lets yourself shine to somebody who's looking for that light or needs that light in their life. Absolutely. Oof. Okay. That hit home. That's heavy. Sam and Mike, guys been together five years engaged. When did you know that you were in love? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, these questions get harder and harder. (laughs) Uh, I would say for me, just the support throughout school and stuff like that. Cause like, you know, I, a lot of people that college and stuff, you don't have a lot of support. Like besides like, you know what I'm saying? Like your parents perhaps, but like, we was always like checking up on each other and things like that. Even be, even kind of before we was actually dating. And it just, um, it just kind of grew, grew from there. And I just was like, yo, this person kind of actually care for me. Like this, like it's a different type of feel. It ain't even like, uh, just because she has to and she's just doing it because she wants to and then um over time just i just became like a i don't know just uh, just a person that just ended up being with her and i don't know like i i really can't put no date on it or no time uh i i knew that uh i knew i was gonna marry her though i knew that uh, oh i knew I, that i knew that yeah, I, <laughs> like, I knew that for sure. Like, um, like I told her everything. Like, 
she was like, where you going? This long distance stuff ain't gonna work. I was like, I'll make it work. Um, and just, uh, I just told her, like, everything that I pretty much said I was gonna do, I kind of just did it. And it just, you know, I just like to speak things into existence. So. Oh, yes. That is so powerful. Yes, sir. You got a thing you want to say? I really I mean, like, I knew I was in love. Like, over time, our love grew. Like, I learned a lot about him. Um, it's kind of funny because, like, we grew up together as kids, and I would never think I'd be dating him or even marrying him. Like, I was like, I knew his whole dad side of the family. So it was kind of funny when we started dating. I'm like, Dang, we really dating. Um, I didn't know when I actually fell in love. I just fell in love. Like, it was just his personality. Um, he was always there for me, definitely supportive. Um, college was rough, so having a partner by your side just made it all better. I just want to feed off the fact that I was able to witness their love and I knew this day was going to come. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Okay. okay, Mr. and Mrs. Matthews, when did you know that you were in love? Oh, that's how it turned out? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You want me to go first? Uh, how about I go first? So you go first. What, what you want to do? Yeah, I found out I was in love with C.P.L. Mayo back in 1985. Bail me out of jail. Well, what was the charge? You have to set it up, though. He was in California. He was in the military. Uh-huh. And I was here in St. Louis. So, yeah. But anyway, now, this, it was actually before that because, what was it, 1984 when you came out of high school? Yeah. And I came home on leave. And uh, I got a ring for it. So yeah, it was around 1984. But see, the thing is, you know, she started chasing me back in 1979. Let me tell my own story. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I know good and well. Anyway, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fall in love with her really. I just, I, I, it hit me in 1984. Yeah, and that's when I gave her the ring, everything under the arch. At night, at moonlight, on the roof. Well, like you can reach out and touch the moon on the top stairs. Yeah, yeah. I had it all set up. I made reservation with the moon. I'm gonna cry <laughs> when I get in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's when you go ahead and tell yourself. Thank you very much. Um, I was 13 years old when I met him, <laughs> but when I decided, yeah. This is it. Love at first sight. You know, a lot of people say love at first sight doesn't exist, but it really does. Um, I grew up in a very volatile household, and I, I would pray as a child, Lord, help me find my husband. Help me show me a man that won't do the things in the household that I'm growing up in. You know, that, that isn't an alcoholic or a violent person or anything. At 13 years old, Lord showed me that. So I knew then when I saw him that he was it. And we did a youth trip in the church because we attended the same church. And we were on a youth trip and sitting on the bench in front of the White House. I told him I was going to marry him if it's the last thing I do. Mm. This 
is so powerful. Oh like, God. just listen to how you speak stuff into existence, oh y'all. Like, that is so good. I'm I'm going to cry when I get off of here. Oh, yeah. Take off number three. <laughs> I thought she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was crazy. And he, was told me, he actually told me to go find my uncle. Because my uncle was on the trip, too. I have an uncle that, that's a few years older than us. And he was like, go find your uncle. <laughs> oh my god so the next question you guys can choose whether or not to go into detail but just think about the lowest point in you guys's relationship and how did you overcome that that point of your relationship Y'all can take a second to think, cause I know that that's a that's oh, a that's we, a hard one. Yeah, they're getting harder. It's it's not a hard one. We've had many. Um, we've had several um, low points. Um, wow, which one you want to talk about? I I guess we could talk about the health issues where both of us have had health issues, mm-hmm. and that would be. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, have had serious health issues. Um, I have uh, survived three mini strokes. Mm. Uh, one, I was behind the wheel driving and got to him by the grace of God and was like, you know, we, he noticed my face was twisted. I'm like, yeah, I'm numb on one side and go to the hospital. He got me to the hospital. He got me through that. That was triggered by some family things that had gone on. And so... I ended up blocking a lot of family members on my phone, but it was his family. So we had to get through that part of it. Mm-hmm. But as soon thereafter is when he started having health issues um, with, the, with uh, kidney failure. He's in complete uh, kidney failure right now. That's why he talked about doing dialysis. He does dialysis three times a week. And going through that and having our life just be completely changed from a two-income family thriving you know uh not i didn't have to work at that point i worked a couple days a week at that time and just having our lives turned upside down with that has been it's it's still challenging every every single day but we committed to our vows even after we got married and we got we renewed our vows in 1999 and it became a thing where nothing is going to come between our vows we always said if anything happened in our relationship we were going to work through it but the one thing that we did not agree on is that if anybody cheat yeah we knew we weren't going to do that so we good (laughs) (laughs) so but the the um through sickness and in health, it's richer for poor. We done been through it all. <laughs> and um, by the grace of God, we 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 chose to just keep moving. Each day, you know, we put God first and we just move through. Um, the health, the, the life-changing events of, of his health right after my health has been something to keep you on your knees <laughs> that's the best way i can put it y'all are definitely like living testimonies though like they, i'm for i'm real. so grateful that y'all like, can tell real. y'all story oh like that's so powerful it's <laughs> powerful you. we walk in grace walk in grace 
Sam and Mike. I wouldn't really say like a low point just yet. I feel like I feel like those times might come and they're gonna come eventually. But uh, right now, I would say like the time, and I would say it wasn't really a low. It was pretty much a test. I would say because um, we've been we was long distance for three years before we moved in with each other and things like that. So you know, and with someone, it's a different feel on uh, just you know from being on Facetime and stuff and seeing each other like once that uh every three months or whatever like that so just you know the comfortability level and just like the things of like how i had in my head as in like what a man should do if you know just or what should a man should do this and that and certain things like that and my expectations was kind of like a little high on like you know that i had for myself and like uh i know like when she first finished school she she had a job like planned up and i didn't and um I was just trying to make sure that uh, I could just, you know, take take over for my load on things like that. So, um, cause I didn't end up get, getting an established job for like four to five months. I was going like to a job like month to month because I worked in I worked in schools. So uh, every job that I was doing was pretty like, you know, like grocery stores and things like that. But that wasn't my purpose and wasn't my happiness. So like I just need the job. So, and uh, I thought that she would like probably want to leave me like oh this guy just wants to leave. keep going to jobs and back and forth like those things that was going to my head so I, I had I had like a test within myself a little bit on like you know if she wanted to stay with me because you know the long distance yeah that was the first those three years was long distance so you know we could have probably felt like those are kind of like games or something stuff like that but then we finally moved in with each other it kind of like I like super real and it was a little different especially for me and um it was my first time like actually moving out uh into a house with each other so that was really my my low as much like and like off like for like four months of 2018 or something like that and yeah and then uh, we kind of but she stayed there so i mean (laughs) you know i want to i want to applaud you all for that um that is that is that is a good thing to stay committed to each other when you're um, apart. Um, something I did not talk about is we have been apart a majority of our marriage. Um, eight years before marriage, <laughs> he was in the navy. And oh, sorry about that. And then um, um, he was working overseas. He worked in uh, Iraq. He was gone eight months, rock solid about a block of time but he was how long were you, were you over in Iraq? Well, one time I was gone for a year. Yeah. Yeah. I was Ooh. gone for a year in uh, 20, 2008? Yeah. 2007, six Rock solid, no sex. <laughs> 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 Woo, Jeff. Woo, Jeff. different talents going on. Let's just say the only kind of excitement I had was bombs trying to hit me. I was about to say you had a you had a different type of struggle going on at that time. Oh my god. I think that was a nice flow into um so 
what do you guys feel about gender roles? So, are gender roles expected? So, like, is the man supposed to do certain things in a relationship? A woman supposed to do certain things? Or is it kind of fluid? Gender roles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, so, before, so, so the the reason, the reason why we 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 put that out as a question, it is so controversial nowadays, of fighting over who sh- who has to do what, who should do what. I just, but you know, it's not it's not about that. If you live in a home together and you're working together, it's not about who has to do this or who has to do that. You know, he took the opportunity to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's not something he did. And with him being home more now, well, he's home all the time now, and I and I work from home now. So it's like I get up, I get myself together, I go log in for work. He brings me my breakfast. Mm. <laughs> I'm talking about. You know, so it's it, it's 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 as simple as if it needs to be done, do just it. do it. Nobody has to be assigned anything because mm-hmm. you got clothes you wear you use the dishes you use the bathroom you soaking up the air you soaking up or or, or or putting out dust or whatever you know too so if something needs to be done just do it mm-hmm. just, gender roles are not a requirement in a marriage I didn't take them vows because <laughs> I wash the clothes, you know. He does laundry. I, I don't do laundry. laundry. And don't ask me about laundry or detergent <laughs> or anything else that's in the house. <laughs> I do, yeah, I take care of that. I always say, when we first got married, I did the laundry, you know. That. Well, that's because I was in the hospital pregnant with morning sickness, so. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I still do my kids' laundry sometimes. I did, yeah, I do. Because I just did, I just did, I just did Christina's laundry. So, since you like my other daddy, I could bring my laundry too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey Shawanda, Shawanda, she comes home and try to get me through her clothes too. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You wear them, you wash them. <laughs> Throw out a line of kids. <laughs> Sam and Mike, what you think? Are they required? Do you live by them? Um, no, we don't live by them, and I don't think they're required. Like Miss <clears throat> Matthew says, like it's um, it's all about working together. So you know, it's that foundation you build with your partner. If you got to do it, just do it. Like Mike, he washes the clothes more than me, but I also wash clothes. I mean, I cook. I cook, but he doesn't. I mean, he'll cook here and there, like one meal off the blue moon for a little razzle dazzle. <laughs> you know, nothing too major, but I don't require him to do certain things because, you know, you, you know, it's not only about like being, you know, sometimes you have to be independent as well. So if I don't know how to do it and he does, then, um, that's not an issue to me either he may teach me in the long run like changing a tire or something you need to know how to do that if you stuck on the road by yourself i mean i expect my man to come do it but um because i didn't know how to change the tire until like she was the one she was the one that did everything in the car I didn't know. I, I don't even know how to check the oil. I didn't know how to check the oil. Wow. No, See, I know. That's, that's because I was raised by an auto repair man. Yeah. So, and Roland, 
like women can do that too. Um, it's just no, it's no requirement to gender roles in this household. <laughs> and you, and, and you know what's interesting? I, I remember uh, shopping for a car, and you know I have them raise the hood. I'm listening to the engine. You know I'm touching it. I, I want to feel how the rumble goes. I'm checking the belts and everything else. And the idiot people want to turn around and start talking to him. Mm. Like, yeah, that's just disrespectful at that why point. Why are you talking to him? I'm the one asking you the questions. Don't talk over me. I'm mm-hmm. the one asking you the questions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it took me saying, okay, well, let's just walk away from this because I'm not going to deal with this because I could run down anything on him. I knew the blue book value. I knew, you know, what uh, everything about the car and all of that, you know, but that's because that's how I was raised. You know, my dad raised girls. So he was like, I'm not raising no dummies and, I don't, and I'm not raising a passage. That was, that was I love theory. it. <laughs> so he made sure that his girls knew a lot about cars. I mean, I could back in the day, I could I could sand a car and paint it and change a tire, change the oil. I mean, whatever needed to be done, I could really take care of it myself. I, my theory was what I need a man for. Okay, Mr. Matthews, you got yourself a prize. Okay. And my and my theory was I need a woman. <laughs> 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 okay. So, like, why don't you let me do this? Why don't you let me do that? It's like, you so independent. I mean, but my theory was, I don't need a man for nothing. Not for myself. Exactly. So good. But you know what's interesting too is that it, it, it was hard for me of when he was gone because he went from the Navy to driving over the road to going to Iraq. So, and then driving over the road again. So it was pretty much me and the kids, just me and the kids most of the time. So I had to learn how to do things. I had to take care of everything literally because he was gone. Mm-hmm. So in in some instances that was good because I was raised by a man who said, you know, you are nobody's dependent. Right. Like, he, like when he saw my military ID, it had dependent on it. And he threw he threw a fit because he was like you are you are nobody's dependent. I didn't raise you to be a dependent. You want somebody that's at least got what you have, if not more. But you don't ever want to take somebody's got less than you do because that's bringing yourself down and bringing your values down and everything else. You want somebody who has what you have, if not more. They need to walk into the relationship and be able to match your abilities and your things, and you do the same. You know, so it's kind of damaging because as he came back home and he began to be home more. I didn't know how to sit down. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to step back. <laughs> and sometimes I still struggle. I'd be like, no, I got it. You know, I'd take all the grocery bags and I would carry them myself. You know, have them hooked on both arms and just walk in carrying all all bags. But that's just where I come from. That's what I had to do. Being the woman that I am and being raised by the person I was raised by and being on my own most of the time. I had to do what I had to do. That's good stuff. You want to go with the next question? The final question, actually. Yep. So, <laughs> we have one last question. I'm glad we saved this one for last. Yeah. Too. What is the most important aspect to keep a relationship going? Communication. Mm. Yes. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. I was hoping y'all would I say knew that. it. Communication. Sex is sex is a benefit and a and a bonus. 
I love it. So, um, just to end off, Mr. and Mrs. Matthews, would you guys like to give uh, Sam and Mike any advice as they are uh, newly engaged? Give me some advice. I would just say um, stay open as far as communication goes. Stay open as far as your daily life roles and, 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 and things change throughout daily life. Um, don't walk in expectation. Continue to be open. Because if you tend to expect certain things or too much from a person, you've got to remember those are your expectations and your values. The person is going to present to you what they have to offer in their terms in their way. But to come together, you know, so a lot of people have problems with uh, committing to each other 100% or the, 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 a certain way that vows may be written. But when you are, if you love your mate as God so loved the church, you won't have a problem. <laughs> you just won't. It's 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 a two-way street, and it's not about fifty-fifty. Definitely not about fifty-fifty. Because one day you may be down and be twenty. He gonna have to give eighty. It may be sixty-forty. You know. Then other times it is fifty-fifty. It may be ten-ninety. You just never know because life throws you challenges and things that that may throw you off your normal game or throw you off your regimen that require one to step back at one time or another. Yeah, you uh, always uh, make sure you keep people out of your business too. Oh yeah, that's, that, that, that's major. What goes on in your house stays in your house. So nobody need to know nothing. It ain't their business. You ain't sleeping with nobody else. You ain't residing with nobody else. Ain't nobody paying your bills or supporting you. What goes on between you two stays between you two. And sometimes communication can be the best sex. Yeah, absolutely. Intellectual <laughs> communication is, like is very stimulating and, and, and exhilarating at times. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> Sam and Mike. Talk about sex no subject should ever be off limits mm -hmm. no subject should ever be off limits you got to talk about sex if you didn't like the way that was last night well i didn't like the way you had your leg up over my neck or whatever one night okay well let's not do that so you want to try something different well yeah how about you get on top and you ride me or what oh you, you just gotta you gotta talk about everything everything absolutely everything it's worth talking about you didn't spank me to do like radio. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Mike, do you guys have any last comments or anything like that? Thank you. No, we appreciate you guys oh so God. much. Thank you so much. I have something that, that I would like to ask them. Okay, go ahead. Um, 
what what are your goals in terms of um, planning your wedding, children, or where do you see yourself within the next five to ten years? Ooh. I can draw that. <laughs> um, so we're in the process of wedding planning right now. We already found a venue. Um, we are, I went dress shopping, but he has his ideas on his outfits and we already know who our brides, uh, I know who the bridesmaids are. He knows who the groomsmen. We got a whole wedding book. So we've been planning day in and day out right now. Um, in five years, I will not be working at the company I'm working at now. I will fully be an entrepreneur. right now so in the future i plan to open my own accounting business and my sister's she's in law degree so we're going to be partners um she's in california right now at berkeley so yeah she's, she's going to get her law degree and we're going to be partners and we're going to open a family business that's dope that's awesome that's awesome all right always over the next five years um well right now um i'm a director of a basketball program um i really like uh giving back to the youth um, I like to have them have a sp uh, safe space. But how many hours I'm with them? I love working for kids, working with kids, doing everything. Kids, I just like I just feel like they're the next generation uh, on everything. The ones that's gonna take care of me and everybody else. And I just be wanting to try to just make things be better and just show them an example of like you know just because I'm a young black male that uh, it's always positive things that you can do. Um, I, I don't get a lot of credit on um, me 25 and running an actual basketball program and setting up events and things like that and the things that I'm doing to get back energy and things like that right now. But like I always tell the kids and the families to stay with me and things like that because especially in five years, I feel like I'm going to be one of the top programs in the country, honestly. Uh, that's how much motivation and belief I got in within myself. And... Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, I mean, I work in a school too, but uh, that's that's my actual business. Like that. So once COVID calms down, I actually will be having a tournament uh, March twenty in March twentieth in St. Louis. Actually, so. Oh, and my guys, I will Hello. be there. <laughs> that is awesome. That is very very awesome. I'll be I'll be looking for an invitation to the wedding. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, last but not least, I just want to thank both of you guys. Well, all of you guys for uh, spending your evening with us. Um, hopefully, we can do something similar at another time. Um, I'm just very grateful to have experienced you both in this capacity. Um, and hearing your stories and your testimonies and I can't wait to see what the next five to ten years brings you guys um, hopefully it's nothing but love and love joy and blessings. and blessings and good stuff um, but we are going to go ahead and let you guys enjoy your evenings and we will wait talk a minute. Oh. Plug. go ahead check out the PK and his soulmate podcast yes they have a podcast oh for real yes uh, subscribed oh. <laughs> Okay, we will. <laughs> All right, y'all. We love y'all. Got you. 
We love y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed you all. Thank you. Oh, man. Bye-bye. Bye. If y'all stuck with me, that was some heat. That was good stuff. Oh, my gosh. We'll be back next week. Yes. Make sure you guys follow my Instagram. It is 33spiritual underscore gangsta with one more underscore. Um, we'll be coming at you guys next week with an- another topic. It's just going to get bigger and better. Um, that was deep. I loved it. Yeah, that was- Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>